0: John B. McClendon pioneered it, Rick Pitino mastered it, and Bob Huggins made it an identity. I'm Justice Rohde, and love it or hate it, this is the Full Court Press. All right, welcome back into the Full Court Press today. Another conference preview rendition. we're going to be talking about the A-10, the Atlantic 10, for those of you who don't know about the abbreviated version. Um, I really had a bad beat on this conference, to be honest, to start the year, but it's picking it up. It's picking it back up and, you know, really looking forward to seeing how this one's turned out. So, let's jump right into things. First team is Dayton. You don't know a lot about Dayton. Get to know the Flyers. This might be the best team they've had since the 2020 team. Anthony Grant has done an exceptional job, not to be confused with Nebraska running back and former New Mexico Military Institute transfer Anthony Grant. But the 19-3 and 3 overall, 9-1 in the conference, they boast one of the best players you probably have not heard of, Dayron Holmes the second. Got a lot of NBA draft buzz last year. He is a dude that has been sensational for them. Looking at Holmes' numbers this year, I mean, good efficiency. 38.6% from three is going to catch a lot of people off guard. Most people don't realize that he's been shooting that well. Um, he's 59% from two this year, 71% from the free throw line. He's had some good numbers this year. Um He's a big time scorer for them. Does a lot for them, and uh, he's only missed one dunk all year. Uh, my friend Ryan Iakov sitting in with me in the studio probably didn't know that <laughs> fifty for fifty one on dunks this year, Ryan. That is absolutely incredible. As he works on an assignment, um, uh, but this team has a lot of talent. Nate Santos is a dude. Kobe Bray is a dude. Javon Bennett's a dude. Kobe Elvis. Two guys named Kobe, both spelled differently, and Enoch Cheeks. Just feel like I had to shout that out just because of the name. Dayton's a formidable team. They have three losses on the year. One of them was a road loss at Richmond, a neutral site at Houston, and an away loss at Northwestern. So they're going to be a lock for the tournament, auto bid or not. This is a really, really good team. Um, The team that's currently sitting second is Richmond. Richmond came kind of out of nowhere. Not a lot of people expected them to have kind of the year that they've been having. Chris Mooney's a sensational coach. But – um you know, there's not great losses on the road at Northern Iowa. They lost neutral site at Florida is not bad and a way loss to Wichita state. And that's going to come back to bite them. Way loss at Boston college has been okay, but a neutral site loss to Colorado can be excused and uh, a road loss by one at VCU. So not a terrible losses. Jordan King's been a really good player for them as has Neil Quinn. They've got a couple of guys that have really been contributing. Jordan King shooting 43% from three. That is sensational numbers out of that young man. Um, a lot of good things to talk about with this Richmond team. Excited to do, see what they do. You know, not a great offensive rebounding team. They, they need to kind of shoot a little bit more free throws, but they don't turn the ball over at all. Second in the country in turnover percentage on offense. They only turn the ball over 12.8% of the time. It's good for second best in the country. So not a team that's going to be able to, you know, really kill themselves with the mistakes that they made. And they hold teams to pretty bad shooting percentages from three and from two. So a good defensive team, don't turn the ball over. That's always going to win you a lot of basketball games. Um, the third team. This was a team that I had finishing second in my initial rankings and in the outlook at this. It's Loyola Chicago. They've been they've been pretty dad going good, to be honest. Second in the conference, they're eight and two over, and third in the conference, they're eight and two overall. Uh, Drew Valentine's done a sensational job turning this around because it looked pretty bad to start the year. Loss on the neutral of Florida Atlantic. A loss at home to Illinois, to the University of Illinois and Chicago. A quad four loss at home. A neutral site to Creighton, uh, an away loss at Tulsa. That's ugh. an away loss at South Florida. Some bad losses on the resume. You know, there's 7-1 in quad four, 5-1 in quad three. 5-1 in quad three, so they've got some work to do. But Brayton Norris has been big. He, it feels like he's been there forever. He's been around since they made the Final Four run. Uh, Des Watson's been helping him out. It's a team effort. It always will be with this Loyola team. They're so good defensively, especially guarding the two. Block a ton of shots. You know, teams really shoot the ball well from three against them, but I figured they'll be able to kind of hammer that down down the stretch. And Drew Valentine's group, they've looked really good so far. Uh, Fourth overall, VCU. VCU's in an interesting spot. they got a first-year head coach. Mike Rhodes left to take the Penn State job in University Park. And so Ryan Odom comes in from Utah State, who also has been having a sensational year. We'll get to them when we get to the Mountain West. Excited to cover that one, but – VCU, a loss at home to McNeese State. That loss is going to get better. McNeese State's going to win the Southland by a mile. I mean, it's like a furlong in horse racing. They're just going to straight away take up the Southland and just run away with that. Um, This team shoots a ton of free throws. A ton. And they also make a lot of free throws. They shoot 36.7 a game, but they make about 79% of their free throws. That's good for ninth in the country. They allow the eighth worst shooting percentage for, like, other teams. Like, teams shoot the eighth worst in the country against them. And they block a, a fair bit of shots, so good size, good length. Max shulga has been a real, real big thing for them. They needed him to show up. Zeb Jackson, the Michigan transfer, uh, he's been really good. They've needed some guys to kind of show up, and they've gotten it down the stretch. Now a loss oh, on the road at St. Bonaventure can be excused. As a quad one loss, you know, a loss at home to George Washington though, gonna have to clean that one up. Memphis, Norfolk State at home's a bad, bad loss for them by three. Um, so you know, bad losses, but neutral sites to Iowa State and Boise State, they'll be fine on the resume. But two losses in Quad four, they got to find a way to get the auto bid or otherwise they will not be dancing this year. But what a job Ryan Odom's done in his first year at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um. The next team, St. Joe's. Okay, so St. Joe's, iconic program in the landscape of college basketball. You think back to what Phil Martinelli did back in the 05 with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West and that sensational team they had out in Philly. Well, you know, they're trying to get back the secret sauce, trying to get the juice back. Billy Lange, he's trying to, you know, get it to click, get it to work again. Uh, They don't shoot a lot of free throws. Very good, efficient shooting team, though. 54.6 effective field goal percentage. That's good for 35th in the country. They don't let teams shoot a lot of free throws, and they don't shoot them at a high rate. They also shoot the ball really well from three. How about 37.3% as a team that's good for 32nd in the country? That'll win you a lot of ball games. Their only problem, they have a loss at home to Texas A&M Commerce by three. Now, lose away at Kentucky and OT is a fine loss. You can, you can live with that. Lose away at Calderon Charleston, who's a solid team. You can live with that. Lose on the road at Roll Island and St. Louis are two of the bottom teams in this conference. That's not a great idea. Uh, not really great there. And then lose at home to Dayton. Dayton's the best team in the A-10, so not bad there. But Eric Reynolds the second has been really good. Rashear Fleming, Xavier Brown, Lynn Greer the sec- the Greer, the third, excuse me. I mean, they have a lot of good talent on this team. Junior sophomores freshmen. It's a young team and it's gonna only get better. Two, three years? Watch out for the St. Joe's team. If they don't get anybody transferring out, Billy Lane just really built something here in Philly. Exciting to see how St. Joe's could do. Maybe they could potentially steal an auto bid. Uh, next up on the A-10 site, UMass. Okay, so UMass. Ryan, when I say UMass, you, you do remember who coached at UMass, right? How about uh, how about Jim Calhoun and Richard and uh, Ricky Patino? Not Richard. Richard was gonna take the job there. He was. Then New Mexico came calling. So the big thing with UMass. Oh, where do I start with this team? Massachusetts, 14-8 and overall, 5-5. and Frank Martin. What do you know about Frank Martin? Nothing. South Carolina head coach a couple of years ago. Had a great press answer to a young reporter. That's what I know Frank Martin has. He had some solid South Carolina teams. Just the SEC is a dogfight. So for Massachusetts, here's the big thing. They do have a quad four loss on the table. That's never good. The quad four loss is at home to Harvard in overtime, though. That can be excused. Josh Cohen, Matt Cross, good players. They're going to leave next year. Rashaul Diggins can be around. Keon Thompson will be around. Jaden Njigu will be around. And Daniel Hank and Sanford. Those guys will always be around. So will Jalen Curry, but they got to get it start. They got to get it start clicking. Uh, You know, not a bad loss to St. Bonnie's as of late, but. they can grab an away run at Richmond. They're, they're dogs in that game. They're going to be dogs on the road. Davidson, other than that, they should win every game. Might finish 19-11. They make or run the conference tournament. You never know what this UMass team could do, but look really, really solid. They rebound the ball offensively really well. How about a 37.5% offensive rebound percentage? That will certainly give you extra chances to win ball games. Next up for the 8 10 got to kind of fly through this. St. Bonaventure, uh, the Bonnies. Metrics love them. Metrics freaking love the Bonnies. Mark Schmidt's done a exa- sensational job there. They shoot free throws really well. They don't let teams shoot well from three, and they shoot well from three. That's always going to win you ball games. Uh, their problem, they have two quad four losses. At home to Canisius. Yikes. Uh, yeah. How about at home to Fordham? Not a great team. They're going to fish 28 10. Charles Pride is really, really good. Mika Adams Woods, really, really good. Two of the top players in the A10 this year. They got to start stacking some wins, trying to make an auto run because they, do, they have the winning recipe. They've been doing things well. Uh, picked up a nice win against UMass the other day. That didn't have a bad performance against Dayton, but they got to start picking it up. There's a lot of bad losses scattered on this chart right now for St. Bonaventure. Uh, Rhode Island, Archie Miller failed at Indiana. And everybody wants to talk about Archie Miller. He failed at Indiana. Oh, he's jumping on the, he's jumping on the courts you got to get him off the court. Here's the thing with Archie Miller. He's a very passionate guy. Rhode Island's 11-12 overall. They're 5-5 of the 8-10, though. They've been able to scrap it together and scrap some wins together. So, big ups there. They don't shoot free throws well. They don't block a lot of shots. They turn the ball over way too much. Not going to win you a lot of games. They also have three quad four losses. Three three quad four losses at home against Brown, at home against New Hampshire, and at home by, by three against Fordham. Uh David Green, he's a good player for them. Jaden House is going to be a good player. Zeke Montgomery. Like, they have guys that are going to be really, really good for them. Their issue is they're going to win some ball games, and they're only favored to win the home game against St. Louis. So not a good outlook for this Rhode Island team. But the Rams, building something for the future. Excited to see what Archie Miller can do there. Uh, George Mason, the Patriots, had a really, really good start to the year. Everybody was talking about this George Mason team. They started out 15-8. Tony Skin did an incredible job. And then a 10 play rolled around, and they kind of struggled. Lost in neutral site, Charlotte. Away at Tennessee didn't have a bad performance, but then a 10 plays come around, and they it has kicked their butt. Four and six in the A 10 That's not gonna win you a lot of games. They're going to be favored down the stretch. A lot of their easier schedule. They don't have a backloaded schedule, very front loaded. But Amari Kelly, Keyshawn Hall, Darius Maddox, people are really high on Keyshawn Hall. He lost like 30 pounds from where he was at at a UNLV, and he's been sensational ever since. He's looked really, really good for them. He's been a bright spot. Amari Kelly shooting 47% from three. That'll help them out. They're building something there. I really like what uh skins doing there at George Mason. Excited to see what they can do for the future. Uh Fordham. The bad basketball team, folks. Ten and thirteen, four and six in the conference. T- Keith Ergo's trying, Dad Gummit. He's trying. It's just hard to win in in heart of New York. They're gonna be dogs in every game they play, except for the Rhode Island game at home. They're projected to finish twelve and nineteen. Kyle Rose is okay. Elijah Gray's okay. Like they've got guys that are gonna come back and help them. It's a young team, but like their best players are their older guys, so not a bright outlook for this Fordham team. The Rams, you know, they do have a quad one win. They d- they do have a quad one win. It's away at St. Bonaventure, so they were able to steal one. That's big, but four quad four losses is not going to help them. They got to hope for some sort of magic in the A10 tournament. Uh George Washington. Oh, whew, 14 and 8, 3 and 6, Chris Caputo They don't give up a lot of free throws. And other teams don't shoot the ball well against them. The problem is they can't really score. Their offense is kind of putrid and their defense is not that much better. Um, Three quad four losses. They have a quad two win. That's, That's nice. They have a quad two win against VCU on the road by two. Darren Buchanan Jr. is nice. James Bishop the 4th is nice. Darren Buchanan's a freshman, like he's gonna help them out a lot if he doesn't transfer. Garrett Johnson, another freshman, he's been good for them, so they have guys. It's just you know, can Caputo keep them together for another year and help them out? It's gonna be rough trying to make something happen in the A10 tournament. The A10s a slaughterhouse this year. If I haven't stressed that enough already, Oh, uh, Davidson. Oh, Davidson. Oh, Davidson. Oh, I I remember when they were. Just tearing streaks up and down the Missouri Valley. And uh, I remember a couple years ago watching them play. Who would they play for the conference championship? I think they played Richmond a couple years ago for the conference championship in the A-10. And uh, it's been bad ever since. Matt McKillop, good coach. Not a lot there. Not a lot there this year. A lot of bad loss. Only one three, only one quad four loss. Compared to some of these other teams, you take that as a win. Uh, it's the home game against Rhode Island, though. That's the issue. This Rhode Island team's not very good. Uh, Grant Huffman's good. David Skogman's good. They're both going to graduate. So you're going to rely on Reed Bailey and Bobby Durkin. They're going to need some serious help, and, and it might not be on the way. But a good win. A good win, nonetheless, against... It was, it was last night we were talking about this. Uh, it was a good win against Duquesne, and we'll, we'll get to Duquesne in a second, but that team's disappointing. Uh, actually, we're going to get to him right now. When I meant a second, I meant right now. Duquesne, this was a team that was projected to win the A-10. The metrics loved them. Keith Dambro was bringing in Day-Day Grant and Jimmy Clark, and this was going to be a good team. And Day-Day Grant has been really dadgum good, and nobody else is stepping up to help him. They thought they thought Dusan Mahorcic should be able to help. Andre Savrasov's doing his best. Jimmy Clark the has been doing all right. It's been the Day Day Grant show. He's shooting 95 percent from the free throw line. 95 for 100 is Day Day Grant. A lot of on his far two percentage, he's shooting 40 48 percent on twos that are greater than 18 feet. That is insane. Tough shot maker. Offensive rating of 122.1. He's the reason they are winning ball games. They're three and three and six, thirteen to nine in the conference, like thirteen nine overall, three and six in the conference. They got talent to make a run. They're gonna be favored in a lot of their games down the stretch, but they gotta go through Bonnie's and Dayton, and then they gotta play George Mason and VCU on the road. So all their tough games are coming on the road. All their cupcake games are kind of coming at home. So they'll have a shot. The issue is they got to capitalize, though. That's the big thing for Duquesne. Uh, LaSalle. LaSalle and St. Louis, I'm going to group them together. Uh, No shot. Just no shot. Not very good basketball teams. Uh, St. Louis hung 102 on them the other night. I don't know where that came from, but literally yesterday we were sitting around watching basketball, and all of a sudden on the ticker at the bottom, it pops up Travis Ford and, you know, old St. Louis had dropped 102 on LaSalle. LaSalle's a bad team, and it's really sad to see it because they have a really cool gymnasium, but both these teams aren't going to go anywhere Bradley Azariro, Ezir- I think I just butchered that. But St. Louis, they have some guys. They don't look like an awful basketball team. They're gonna need a while to build though. So, and Lasalle, good luck. Eleven and two. They don't have a good loss. <laughs> they don't have good losses. Losing, uh, losing at home to Howard's not a great loss. But yeah that is the A10 preview uh just watch dayton dayton's really a big thing to watch other than that justice i sitting over here still doing schoolwork. i'm gonna rush to a class other than that it's been the full court press we'll see you next time